0: Welcome, ladies and gents. You're listening to Speak Easy with Shay Jones. Good people, welcome back to another episode of Speak Easy. I am Shay Jones, and today we are chatting about love and relationships. The question I ask you is is love really blind i have my phase with me today my hubs carlos what's up people and later we're gonna chat with my best friend tasha and my good friend clint but before we get into it let's talk about the ish that went down this week the coronavirus the corona It's a serious matter because people are buying all of the toilet paper.
1: I I don't get the the thing of buying all the toilet paper. Why are you buying all this tissue? You only got one ass.
0: Maybe. (laughs) Maybe it's considered the Corona getting. I don't know. Well, listen, the stores don't have anything. The people have bought all of the items in the store, even frozen vegetables. <laughs> I've never seen frozen vegetables <laughs> be purchased like this. Like I've I've usually it's canned goods. So they've also bought up all of the Lysol and hand sanitizer. Um but I still don't understand why the toilet paper? I mean, I get In Georgia, most of the schools are closed for the next two weeks. And so they need toilet paper. But did you not have toilet paper before you went and bought toilet paper? (laughs) Or did you not wash your hands before you went and bought all the Lysol and the hand sanitizer and the hand soap? So what's the problem? It is serious, though, on a serious note. The coronavirus is serious. You know, it makes you think twice about shaking somebody's hand. Which I didn't
1: like doing anyway, but
0: Yeah. Everybody
1: don't wash their hands. I've seen people go in the bathroom and come out, you like, yo. So you do you need gonna put no water on. You just gonna walk on up out of here.
0: But you know what was nasty though, the lady the chick Adrienne Ballone on um, the real, you know, the one that used to date Rob Kardashian. Mm-hmm. The cheetah girl. Cheetah girl. Cheetah girl. The cheetah girl said on live T V that she don't wash her hands when she at home. Was she going to the bathroom?
1: I mean, I'm pretty sure there's a lot of people that do that. It's
0: probably a lot of people that that do that. So be careful when you have potlucks at work, okay? (laughs) So (laughs) you may not want to eat from everybody unless you see them open up a packaged item. (laughs) But, you know, um, a lot of my students have been wearing masks to school and they're not sick. So... I'm trying to help them understand that even though you're wearing a mask, you shouldn't wear the mask if you're not sick because it actually puts you at greater risk because um it defeats the purpose. Yeah. You're
1: you're you're not the one that's sick. So you want the you want the sick people to keep their own germs. You don't you don't want them to spread. That's why you wear the mask.
0: And, you know, a lot of people are wearing the mask and the same mask over
1: and over and over and over again. But on a different one.
0: And I'm like, uh, I'm pretty sure that one one stinks and it smells like breath. So it's time for you to (laughs) change it. But I think a lot of people are upset about the president not responding in the manner that he should. Mm -hmm. So I think today he declared a national emergency. But it's like, why did you wait so long? Yeah, yeah. And then he fired everybody that actually is supposed to make decisions mm. about public health, <laughs> and he never put anybody in place. But did you see the meme? That's a joke. Did you see the meme with the Obama meme? Like
1: hey. it said, "Ninja, help!" help. Like, help. <laughs> hey man, you get help, bruh. help. We need you. Like, come back. <laughs> do sit back and watch this help
0: but i do think that the media and social media have sensationalized what's going on you know people are just making their comments and their opinions about what's going on and now everybody has a medical degree on social <laughs> media so it's 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 a hysteria that's going on, you know, and I I think that we definitely need to protect our elder, elderly people um because they're at greater risk because they have the weaker immune systems, but you know it makes you rethink a lot of things as far those. as like if I'm going to go on a trip, you know, some people are taking that chance and taking flights and Honestly, if they don't take those fights, they don't make any money. So, you know, but shutting down a lot of things for the past couple of weeks or the next couple of weeks, as I should say, for those people that are independent contractors or people that make money based on the amount of shows that they do, or if they do comedy shows or anything, appearances you know, it's really messing with their wallets and their pocketbooks, so salute to those people that are independent or entrepreneurs, you know. Hold, what's, it, hold it down. Hold it, it down. Stay
1: stay, stay down. Don't stay just, strong. It's, go, it's gonna get better. It's gonna get back right for you.
0: Yeah, hopefully <laughs> sooner than later, you know. But um, what's crazy is that People, you Have you seen the meme about every year when it's an election that there is some type of Disease outbreak or out, virus? Yeah. And I just don't think you should base all your facts off of memes for those people that like to repost memes or say whatever. Because um, this one seems to be for real. Yeah, you know, legit. <laughs> the Zika virus was something people were worried about but that was only for what pregnant women I think
1: yeah and it didn't last long
0: and I think the last time they really made like a national emergency for some type of virus was West Nile when President Lincoln was in office the West Nile virus with Mm -hmm. the mosquitoes so but what I think is crazy though is that they're shutting down sports especially the NCAA they have shut down everything. Everything. I mean, they've Literally. canceled seasons. Yeah, you know? not even so
1: much shutting down. They they cancel stuff. That's like, what...
0: my brother in law plays baseball, and his college season has been shut down. You know, and that affects him if he was trying to get picked up on a pro team or. That's right,
1: because this, this is his senior year. He, Some.
0: He, I'm wondering, like, what is the NCAA going to do for those seniors that they had to cancel? Are they going to offer them eligibility again, like, for the next season?
1: Right. I think they should. They have to do something for those kids.
0: I think it's only right if they do,
1: you if have they to. offer
0: that, you know. But we don't know what's going to happen. You know, the NBA is shut down. The NBA shut down right before tip off for <laughs> one or two games, I believe. And.
1: And it's and like I say, the NCAA should have followed behind the NBA. Like, okay, we're gonna let's let's go on this thirty day hiatus and we'll see what's what afterwards. Instead of just canceling everything.
0: Yeah, I mean, like I was supposed to go to Erica Badu concert and they postponed the concert, so
1: yeah, you wasn't going to that no way.
0: Yeah, I I wasn't going.
1: I was shutting it down
0: anyway yeah <laughs> anyways so other than the coronavirus I mean that's all that's really been going down this week is that's all everybody is talking about the corona is corona that you know um as an educator like I am not off let's be clear for all the parents out there that think that the teachers are off No, we still have to provide instruction for your students so For the next two weeks, or whenever they decide to bring us back, I have to work from home in a sense. So, you know, I feel for those parents that have to go to work. But for those that are able to stay home with their kids, I suggest you get them up like a regular school day, you know, give them breakfast, and then for whatever time to whatever time you're doing whatever online assignment or packet that you picked up or whatever online assignment they assign then you give them lunch, just keep their routine going so that when they go back to school, there's no change, Mm -hmm. you know, and I hate it for those kids that are in their testing year, like the third grade, fifth grade and eighth grade, you know, they're at the point where they have to test as soon as we come back, because it might go past spring break. Mm hmm. So, um, I salute all those parents that are accepting and are willing to roll with the punches and, you know, help your kids do the best that they can do. You know, they got to get all they can so that they are successful on those tests. Um, so take it serious. I know the coronavirus may not be serious, but take it serious, guys. It's a real thing that's going on out there and protect yourself. Wash your hands i hope you were washing your hands before but wash your hands sing a song i think when i was at work the other day i sang the thong song the thong, the thong, thong,
1: thong.
0: why why'd i wash my hands
1: well why that song
0: i i saw it on a I meme mean, did it flow better it did it was better than singing the alphabet Nah, sing the alphabet sing the alphabet it's another song i could sing little boosie you know they canceled Lil Boosie's, uh concert and he was upset. Fair. He
1: was upset, <laughs> very upset. Stop. Come on, dog. <laughs> Come on, dog. <laughs>
0: I mean, you know it's mess. The corona is messing up people's bag. How they get their money? So whatever it takes to shut this virus down. If we got to stay in the house for two weeks, we just got to stay in the house for two weeks. Yeah. It is what it is. You know so if y'all, y'all can it help it
1: So like, like, like everything else
0: oh the cruise lines oh my god so that for Carnival not to want to give people back their money and just offer them another cruise it's just like alright Carnival y'all make enough money to where I feel like you can refund people their money yeah, people,
1: yeah you can give people money
0: back. because they're always going to be cautious about taking a cruise especially with that cruise ship the princess or something that's in the news you know Stuck out in the water. People are stuck. Like, who wants to be on a cruise ship and stuck, and you can't get the medical attention that you need?
1: Or people who have medical conditions and they're out there stuck in the water. Like, yeah, what are they doing?
0: Well, I actually heard the best cruise line to be stuck on is the Disney Cruise.
1: I'm pretty. I would have. They <laughs> they said when you
0: too. when you get on the Disney Cruise, they like put your arms in and they. <laughs> sanitize you and all that stuff I guess because of the amount of kids But you know it is Kids it is. are walking germs They are but I do hope That some job Employers Are allowing their employers to work from home Especially daycares Daycares follow the suit Of the school districts Whatever they're around mm-hmm. So hopefully some employers are nice enough To let Their employees work from home if they can. You know, it's hard to monitor that piece. But I feel like in this situation, when people have kids, especially smaller kids, and they don't have anybody to babysit, make the exception. Right. You know, so. But that was the ish that went down this week. So, we're going to be talking about love and relationships. So, let's get into it. All right, good people. So, today we are chatting about love and relationships. I have my good friends here with me, Tasha. Say what's up to the people. Hey, people. And again, we have my brother from another mother back from the youth sports episode, Clint.
1: The Attack.
0: What's going on? Welcome to Speak Easy. So let's get right into it. So love is blind means that you're with someone without caring about their looks. And you make the conscious decision to turn a blind eye to their flaws, their faults, even rumors, and facts known about them that a person may shed a bad light on them. So... Tasha, what's your opinion of Love is Blind? I think it's great. I think it's beautiful. I mean, it gives you an opportunity to know someone without the physical portion of it. So, I mean, when you have to, you know, because that takes away a lot. You have to kind of, you know, know that person's personality. And you get to know them a little bit better other than the physical aspect, I guess. So do you think love is actually blind, though? But that can go two ways, because you could be love is blind when somebody's doing you dirty and you're ignoring the red flags because you claim that you're in love. It could be blind that way, or it could be on the flip side, the good side of it, where, you know, love is blind, where, you know, you're getting to know someone, like I said, without the physical portion of it. So it could go both ways.
2: What's your opinion about love being blind? Uh, I th- yeah, and true love. Once once you build it, it's blind. I, I think. I mean, let's be honest. I mean, something has to attract you to somebody. You know you. You know they talk about this. You can't judge a book by its cover or deal, but you. It, it's something that drew you into them. You know, it ain't always the visual aspect, you know, but that comes with getting to know that person and building a partnership with them. And then after that, I believe, you know, love kind of becomes blind because, I mean, people change, you know, their the physical appearance, you know, and or their even some things that they got going on mentally changes and you, you know, you look beyond that because of what you built based on, you know, based on time.
0: Okay, Carlos, what about your opinion of love being
1: blind? It uh, kind of like piggyback off what Clint said, you know, you can a lot of things could a lot of things are going to change and nothing's going to stay the same. So you kind of you kind of roll with the punches with it as far as, you know, Okay, I know that's not normally what what she does, but you know it is. It is what it is. I can see past that because everybody has their flaws. Where whether perfect. nobody's perfect, so whether it's at the beginning of the relationship, the middle of the relationship, or at the end of it, you know, sometimes things come to light.
0: Well, you
1: never really see a person's true flaws right. in the beginning of a relationship. I mean, some some right. people some but some people put
0: it all out on the table. Some people do, but most right. people, most I don't you know, be I, mean, I don't think
2: you see nobody true flaws till you live with them, though. Oh, like, god, yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean cause don't you know you ain't living together? Them few hours y'all are together, it, it's all good, you know. I mean, it's it's, it's the almost like a resume, sir? right? Right. Then I'll say you live together and you wake up and they right there and they're kind of like, wait a minute, what what's going on here? <laughs> you, know. <laughs> you know, you see other things, like just things that maybe, maybe be your pet peeves, you know. I, You know, something like don't put the cap back on the toothpaste, you know. When, they, when y'all just spending hanging out, spending nights, on you know, them, until you done live with them and Every day of the week, they don't put the cap on the toothpaste. You're like, come on, man. What what is this? Uh, So,
0: obviously, the cap not being on the toothpaste is an issue for you, clearly. Right. So, you you turned a blind eye to the cap not being on the toothpaste. I know. I turn
1: turn a blind eye to a lot of stuff. Nobody
0: asked you anything about you turning a blind eye just yet? Ooh, (laughs) Jesus. Okay, so everybody has, like, a situation where you have a family member or a friend and they bring that guy around, and you're like, ugh. Well, they just break up with him already. No, he ain't no good. She ain't no good. Have y'all ever been in those situations before? <laughs> that's, that's what I think about when I think love is blind. I'm like, you know this person ain't <laughs> shit, <laughs> <laughs> And you just like, oh, but I'm so in love. <laughs> like, are you really? <laughs> yeah, I just think, like, some people... They just, they want to be in love so bad or be in a relationship so bad that they'll look over the fact that, oh, he cheats on me all the time, but I love him and I can't be without him. Or he's just not going to go to work every day and sit at at home on my couch, but I'm still going to love him. And that's when I think love is
1: blind, in my opinion.
0: Right, I'm not even gonna call that blind. That's just plain old <laughs> stu- Yeah, that's just, in my opinion, that's
1: stupidity. <laughs> but I mean, that's to, for you that's to a sit, situation. for you to sit there and tolerate that. But you have people that I know, I know, that. and that's that's insane yeah. to me. Like that is real life, and I <laughs> If some but
0: my, feel attacked, oh my bad, shade. go ahead. When some of you feel, if some of you feel attacked in this situation, I, it is what it is. If you allowing that dude to sleep on your couch and you hit the pavement every morning, you truly are the definition of love is blind. Mm -hmm. But what if, like Clint said, you build this relationship, and then, you know, a lot of people don't, Like say for example the person don't present their true colors to like a year in and you're like in love with the person that you've been with for that year and then you start to get the the cheating or he loses his job and now you don't see any motivation in him or something like that. So it's kind of like at that point you like, man, like I really love them, but you're still in love with the person that they were. You know what I mean? Right, so cool. that's when you start turning to blind eye to stuff. It's not when stuff is like it'd be obvious but you kind of like, uh, you be in love with the 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 representative of that person. Right. <laughs> the resume builder. I mean <laughs> I just feel so bad for some people that have to to deal with it. Situations like, that. and and I guess people don't understand that their self worth is more valuable than having to tolerate something like that. You know, right? And I mean, people. Well,
2: you know, sometimes though, you have to think about time invested. I mean, I think that that plays a huge role into, it. and I don't even know if that's the blind part or or even your value. Like you, you know, you you're not going in the dating phase. You're not going to. Address everything that you, I mean, you're not gonna see everything that this person is going through. Like Tasha was saying, you know, the motivation is gone if you lose his job or she lose mm-hmm. the job or whatever.
1: They lose their job. You're not gonna
2: see that. But I does mean that, but does that unless baggage, they lose their job during the middle.
0: But does that I mean, baggage carry on into a marriage?
1: You said, does it carry it has, on?
0: Because that baggage, if that happens before you take your relationship oh, to the next level and then you allow that in your marriage.
2: Well, see, that's the, that's the thing. That's what I'm saying. During the dating phase, a lot of that you ain't going to see. I mean, it's things that, well, I mean, all of us married, so it's things that we all probably just did not see in each other's spouse until it happened. You know, losing your job ain't something that, well, I mean, it wasn't something that we faced prior to marriage. It wasn't something we faced yet. But I'm just saying, in the event one of us lose our job, I mean, I know how I would react to it, but I'm not so sure. I mean, I hope she got driving.
1: (laughs) All right.
0: So let's talk about this Netflix show that everybody's been watching. It's called Love is Blind. So the purpose of the show is to, like, get singles together and hoping that they will find a match and fall in love. But the catch is they don't get to see each other face-to-face, and the goal is to make an emotional connection only. So once they make that emotional connection, then either a proposal is made and they finally get to see each other. Would you guys have participated in an experiment like that? Tasha, would you have participated in something like that? Well, of course I would because I met my husband online, so (laughs) we were already in our own episode. (laughs) But (laughs) yeah, I definitely would, and honestly, that's probably what set our relationship. I mean, well, definitely is what set our relationship off. We talked online for like two to three months before we ever saw each other you know you exchange pictures and stuff like that but y'all know catfish so we don't know (laughs) until you actually meet that person but um you know it gives you that opportunity to connect with this person on a totally different level other than y'all are attracted to each other's like soul instead of to each other's body, which is of course a plus, but you know what I mean. You have that opportunity to make that kind of connection that you don't always get to make with people that you meet out in the street. Because the first thing you do when you meet people in the street is you have that physical connection. Mm-hmm.
1: True. Right. So, well,
0: you didn't answer the question I had for you later on in the show, but okay. So, <laughs> um, Clint, would you have participated in the Love Is Blind experiment?
2: Yeah, I would. I mean, I'm, I'm a thrill seeker a little bit, so I mean, it just—I I don't know how it would have worked out, I But I definitely would have tried it if it was presented.
0: What
1: about you, Tyler? I definitely would have participated in it. Like, it's just, I think that it, because it's something different, right? Uh, it's it's something that you know. It's one of those things where you like, okay, I ex- let me experience this to see how this work out. Right. Absolutely. I definitely would have. Okay. participated. That
0: experiment. Is it like the N O B all? Like I definitely have to be in a relationship. Like this is the only other way that I feel like I can make a connection with somebody.
1: No, I I I think that, that was something that some of the the people that participated in, I think that was their like Especially like the chick that was like thirty five or how old she was. Mm-hmm. I think she he was all over the. Place I think earlier. I I right, but I think that was her like. This is my last chance of finding love. So she was like, "I'm I'm all in for it," but and she was gonna fall for whoever picked her first. It didn't matter who it was. But is the dating scene so
0: bad that you have to risk it all on the show?
1: I think that I think yes. that dep- I think that depends yes. on who you ask. Okay, so it depends on who you ask. I think okay.
2: it depends on, yeah, depends on who you ask. on who you ask. I mean, I mean, I guess I've been out of the dating scene for quite some time, but right. <laughs> but I mean, it, like Carlos said, I think that depends on who you ask. I mean, some people, you know, and it, it all depends on what lake you fishing out of, too. I mean, you you come across certain guy, you know, as a woman or even as a guy, you come across certain people, and you keep coming across the same person. Which is bad for you or whatever. You may be just fishing in the wrong lake. You know, you need to find something different. Or figure out what the problem is, why you keep happening upon this same person.
1: Mm-hmm. True,
0: true, What's her name? I think she ended up the chick that was like thirty five, she made a connection with one guy
1: and then well, I don't remember I don't
0: think that was. one guy, Barnett. She made a connection with Barnett. Barnett actually married Amber. <laughs> so she made a connection with Barnett, but ended up getting engaged to the 24-year-old when she was 34 or 35. Little, little Rumpel. Yes, he looked like Rumpelstiltskin.
1: <laughs> he looked like Rumpelstiltskin.
0: But I feel like she settled instead of just saying, okay, no, you're too young for me. And she settled for the 24-year-old because the other guy didn't. He chose somebody else. Do you think women settle
2: for relationships? Anybody can take this
0: question. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely.
2: Yeah, I, I think they do. I mean, and I mean, it's simply because it's society. I mean, and all your friends. I mean, as a woman, I'm just, from a man's perspective. It doesn't matter to me if all my friends get married and I'm single. I I, I could care less. I'd be like, that's your problem. But. I, my female friends that I've seen, I've seen them go through some real issues simply because everybody around them getting married, like, or their friends getting married and having kids and going on with their life, and they ain't. Yeah. And they start settling.
0: But you know what happens, though, is social media plays a part yeah. in that. Yeah. And when they see other people posting their families and posting their relationship, like, for us, like... Honestly, and I'm not trying to toot the marriage horn or anything like that, but a lot of people tell us, oh man, I'm trying to get like y'all or I'm trying to have what y'all have. And I'm like... No, you don't.
1: (laughs) 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 No, don't do it.
0: A lot of people say that to us. And I'm just like, really? People actually say this out of their mouth. Like, I'm trying to get like y'all. I'm trying to get on y'all level and stuff like that. And I'm like... Marriage
2: is hard, fucking work. It's hard. Yeah. It's hard, and uh, you know, and see, I, like you said, social media. You know, I got married long before the hashtag, so it wasn't no. I ain't had no no cool hashtag when I got married. You know, yeah. so. We didn't but uh, <laughs> you know, a lot of folks do. I think people go for that, like the whole, you know, like even the whole proposal stories that be on YouTube. Well, all that stuff pretty cool and everything now, but. I ain't have none of that, but I feel like if you're watching social media you're seeing all your friends get that, and you're seeing even random people from social media getting that, or just, you you want that, you long for that, and you'll settle for some stuff just to get that, just to get the cool hashtag.
1: Right.
0: So, I mean... I think, um, with that, if somebody trademarked marriage proposals on social media or whatever, that's like the best marketing ever because it's like when somebody posts their proposal and somebody else tries to outdo them and do something right mm-hmm. even crazier and I'm like y'all it's not that deep because honestly when you have a wedding you being pulled here and there you really can't enjoy the wedding piece because of all of the stuff that's going on the
1: wedding's up for everybody the else for
0: everybody else to me yes
1: mm-hmm.
0: I testify to that. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I could say I would, the planning part was a nightmare for me. Heck, I wasn't, you know, I, I'm about as easy going there to come. All I said was, well, let me pick my tux. That's it. And, we
0: just had a reception but, and I was like, eh. Right, but know, that's what
2: I'm saying. We started the plan and ended up with the darn reception. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it like, was frustrating. It. I mean,
0: ooh. So yeah. then there's this, um,
1: this
0: interracial couple. Oh, I didn't mention that Not only were they not able to see each other face to face, they were in these pods and it was like a speed dating type deal where they would connect with different people to see who they connected with. And then once they picked their person, when they finally saw each other, they swept them off to Mexico and then they (laughs) were able to see the other people that they were talking to. Finally. Finally.
1: And I was like, that is so weird. Why would they do that? I just feel like they were looking for drama. To see yeah. Who, like if somebody would. <laughs> Run like hell when they open that door and be like, oh, hell no. Right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm <laughs> glad but, I
1: didn't uh, pick
0: you. Ooh, no, by uh, <laughs> so, Or somebody else be jealous that yeah. somebody got picked. But that, that happened. happened. It that happened. It happened. With The, the 34-year-old chick. 35. She was mad that. The other guy she wanted picked the other girl, and she kept asking him, "Like, are, like, are you sure? Because exactly. I, I don't know if you're sure about her. Are you sure?" I was like, "Oh no, nah, we'll be fighting." Because right, you know, <laughs> not,
1: um, and she made and she made a comment to him about to to her husband or fiance about how smoking hot the other guy was, and. Pre- she she said it in a in a joking way. She was
0: drunk too, so she
1: was she was also intoxicated. But He's
0: so professional. a drunk
1: out a drunk man tells no tale. I think that's actually <laughs> how she felt at the yeah, time. It's true, man. So
0: it's true. So it was like
1: <laughs> And he just he was like he was just like upset and went and sat on the couch. I would have been like, Shouting, I'm out. Damn the couch. Yeah. I'm for the peace out. And I I I at that I just thought that was kind of kind of weird.
0: And so then there is the interracial couple that um, actually got married, and they're calling them America's couple. What was it, Cameron and <clears throat> the, you think it's bullshit? Cameron and um, <laughs> dang, I can't even think of her name. But anyway, the black chick and the white guy. <laughs> Lauren. Lauren. I Lauren. Lauren Lauren, yes. Lauren. Lauren. Speed. Lauren. Speed. Something like that. So, yeah, they um, really made a connection. Everybody's rooting for them. But I think to me, it's, it's superficial because they got a YouTube page. They're going to make a YouTube page. And I think, like, it's a fresh marriage. Just let it play out first before right. you do all that. Because you're opening the door. Because, like, so y'all. So many negative comments. And I
1: don't think, like, y'all, they really haven't, like, really, really, really got to know that person yet.
0: Yeah. I
1: don't like, know, but
0: he be looking at her like he wanna whisk her away right now for like five or ten minutes. <clears throat> and do something
1: strange. Yeah. That's <laughs> now. He might not he might not like that a year from now when she started passing gas early in the morning.
0: So what you trying
1: to say? Well, I'm just saying. You know Ooh-hoo. he might he it <laughs> He might his his thoughts might change when instead of her saying good morning, she wakes him up with a fart, and you be like, "Bro, really?" But that's what I'm saying. Look, so
2: right there, really? to go back to my original point. Like just, you, don't, you don't really know somebody until
1: you live with them. So you, of them, the bases so, off of you know, fart. really, is that what we're about to do? No, it just that was just well, an example. No, that's not well, a good
0: example.
1: I just don't. Well, miss.
2: Mr. J, you, you sound like a hit dog right <laughs> no, you now. I mean, I mean husband, in general, if I'm with my
0: husband and I am comfortable enough, and he has made me comfortable, I feel like natural things happen, and that's what happens. So right. you, you want me not to do it? You want me to? Do I it?
1: didn't. I didn't say that. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying. He's saying love is blind. See, see, love is
2: turn, wise,
0: so blind you turn a blind eye
1: see, to my turn, turn a blind eye to your <laughs> fox in the morning.
0: Well, I think that the YouTube <laughs> kind of thing <laughs> for Lauren and Cameron, it could be a good thing because you we think about getting to know each other the typical way because we were like before all this, you know, internet stuff. So maybe that will bring them closer together if they're like doing things together. They might, you know, travel together or something like that. So it may look different than what we are Used to, but it may work out for them to do mm. the whole YouTube channel thing. Yeah, that, that's that's you know, true. I'm always down for a good YouTube channel. Um, but what I like about them, I will say, I do like them, but what I like about them is her honesty. She was like, I was definitely pro black this, pro black that, and she was like, you know, it definitely changed my opinion about love, it has no color. She said, because they were able to connect on an emotional level.
1: Mm -hmm. I want to know what she has still felt that way if her dad didn't approve?
0: If I were her, I absolutely would have kind of had mixed feelings. Because in my opinion, I mean, you were the first guy that met my dad. Like, I introduced, besides prom, that doesn't matter, but Mm -hmm. like on a this level, like, he was the first guy to meet my dad. So his opinion mattered to me. So mm. I felt like if my dad didn't like you, would that be an issue down the road? Would we be able to get to the point of where, okay, he's accepting or whatever?
1: Well, where where would that have put you as far as, say, we left and your dad called you was like, hey, I don't know about this one.
0: Would like, have, what
1: would have been your response to that?
0: I would have had to have a courageous conversation with my dad. Because mm-hmm. if if it was truly love, I would definitely fight for it. Mm-hmm. So I would have to have that conversation and let him know that, okay. Love is blind. Love is blind, but not in a bad way.
1: <laughs> like that. I, I feel what to- you're saying. But, but dad, date, I need you to be blind I, too. But I'm going to go date this <laughs> fine, dark, dark handsome young man. That you are.
0: Okay. <laughs> cool. So, <laughs> you don't hear that shameless plug, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> but, I would know um, If my dad didn't approve, I would have definitely... It's one of those, like, you have to rethink the situation, like, but dang, am I making a bad choice? I probably would hear my dad out on what he didn't like and think about it. Because sometimes... You know, people. You hate to say it, but sometimes people can see stuff that you can't see. Yeah, right. I believe that. But would you put them well, in a situation uh, to where they? Okay, we need to put them in more settings to where they can actually get to know each other, or yeah, know, they might find yeah. that they have a lot of things in common and things like that. So
2: I don't know. As a dad of daughters, like I don't know if I like anybody. I'm gonna be honest. I mean, I mean, right now, right? I mean, today. I mean, I know they kids, but. If they grown when they get grown, I don't know if I think anybody is good good enough for my daughter i mean i mean if you if my daughter brings somebody to me right at, I mean when they get grown and say, "Hey, Dad, this is my guy that I think I'm gonna go this far with I mean, I probably would be like again, but I honestly don't expect her, and i, I wouldn't, regardless of what I said, I mean that's one thing I do know about love. And with love being blind, with your love you got to cut out the outside. Yeah, so you have to. Yeah, and so you know, and so when if it came down to that, you know, if she's willing to cut out the outside to include me, I got to respect that as a father. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I will say, yeah, you know, I don't think it's good enough for you, but you know, because I will be judging everything. You know, at some point as a father, you can't judge everything you do a little bit, I guess, but. I ain't got to that point yet, so maybe I'll be a, feel a little different about it when I get there. But just thinking now, I don't know if I would. I mean, if I if I would just be like, "Oh, he's a great guy. Yeah, go marry him tomorrow." No, you're definitely that ain't not gonna be that
0: kind of person. But yeah, I, I. <laughs> I would say that with my dad when I did introduce him and Carlos, um, that my dad was really open. Uh, he was more open than I thought he was gonna be. And, you know, they actually were really cool. So, when he asked my dad to marry I mean,
1: me, you know. I think one thing that put him at ease, though, is that, that connection that he had with my family. Right,
0: right, right.
1: He, he, I, I think he knew, though, once he found out who I was and we sat down to talk and he saw the background that I came from, he was like, okay. This dude
0: probably wow. going
2: to
1: be, he probably all right.
2: Yeah, I mean, I could see that playing a factor, but you know, I I, just, I don't know. I,
0: but it comes a time, just like your daughters, when they find the person they want to be with or whatever happens. You know, it's it's just like you building a relationship with them as well. Mm-hmm.
2: So I guess I say that because I didn't. I'm be honest, like I don't I don't know how, if how many folks approve of me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <Blind>. <laughs>
1: So, so Tasha and Shaber, let me ask you, let me ask you guys a question: How would you feel about your son since y'all are mothers to boys? Boy moms.
0: Boy, uh, boy moms. Oh, how, 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 how,
1: how would you feel? You know, when your when your sons decide, hey, Watch it, hey, mom, I'm going, to I want to date this this girl right here. This is, I I think I see myself going to the next level with her. <laughs>
0: The immature part of me is like no, all of them are nasty. They got the cooties. The mature <laughs> side of me is I. It probably would take me meeting her and spending time with her, like Shaver said, multiple times. Like you, when you meet somebody, it's kind of like like again, they're representative. I want to know her family. I want to know, you know, I want to just talk to her multiple times <laughs> before I give any type of approval or you know. Non approval. Um, for me, I think. Oh gosh, I don't. I think for me, it's values, like what you instill in your boys, and they know. Oh no, nah, I can't take you home to meet my mama. You know? Right. So <laughs> I think. <laughs> I think the expectations that I set for them. You know. Is what they'll think about when they start dating. So, like, CJ, like, I always told him, I was like, you know, my first um, wedding ring, I'll let you have that, so when you find the woman that you feel like you want to marry, you can use my ring until you're able to buy your own ring. Because I know I'm going to get upgraded. So...
2: <laughs> your first wedding ring? At Carlos! <laughs> <laughs> like,
0: kind of as a keepsake...
2: I mean, you, just it you bro. no, no,
0: no, no, as a keepsake. So, like, as a keepsake, I would keep my
1: first engagement ring. She thinks she's getting another
0: okay. one. That's the thing. Right. 10 10 what is if your first up? is your only? <laughs> well, I already got me two more, so... Ooh, child. Oh, yes, I love it. But, yeah, okay, I stockpiling, I stockpiling, okay. I, see. But I always tell him, you know, I have this ring, you know, when that day comes, you will have. <laughs> you will have... You will be able to have a ring. Like, say for instance, if you can't afford to buy one, Or whatever it is. So I guess to me I feel like I'm planting the seed of you have to be worthy to wear my mom's ring or whatever the case may be. And if she doesn't want the ring, that's fine. But if she truly loves him, it shouldn't matter, especially if he'll get her something. I mean, but
1: that's a nice ring. So I don't I don't think that (laughs) she would be that way. I think she'll be like I think she'll be more more, part She'll be like, Oh my God. Bro, Maybe. we're
2: talking about
1: 2030, bro. They might have rings that change colors or something. She <laughs> ain't going to want that
0: old... Ain't nobody going to like that. I, I feel like... I'm with what Shaver said. It's going to make CJ think the word probably is. triple times on what type of female he's going to be bringing home or even a female that he would consider marrying because he's going to be like, this is my mama ring. And y'all know how boys feel about their mamas.
1: Yeah. yeah, that's true. Well, I knew, I knew my mom was digging Shaver when Shaver stayed up one night and she woke us up, up and was like, "Hey, you want breakfast?" Like literally, I didn't I even knew, need to I knew, I knew. Then I was like, "Yeah, she digging her." <laughs> I didn't even have to ask. I just, I knew right then and there. I was like, "Yeah." And it wasn't on purpose. It was accident. Like I was like, "Oh my god, I got a headache," <laughs> and I went and laid down and woke up. It was. I
0: didn't wake her up. He didn't wake me up. Took a t- let me go home. It was nine o'clock the next day. I was like, oh my God, I felt so shame. And she woke up. So over like, Carlos really set you up for the okey doke that he woke up. I mean, she. she if, I feel like that was a she test. Said it, was it was all like, a test. It was a test. <laughs> I felt like, what if she was upset that I stayed? You know what I'm saying? So.
1: And she, yeah, who the girl you got spending the night at my house? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I say, when when she when, when that wasn't her response, her response was, hey, y'all want breakfast. I knew right there. Yeah, I was like, and yeah. i was sitting like, oh
0: my god.
1: I like mom. I mom, when y'all was. I, I was like about. mom. Mom approves.
0: <laughs> hold on, hold that thought. So, <laughs> um, With me? Yes, hold that thought. So Tasha, we <laughs> asked you. We you already told us how you and your husband met. Y'all met online.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: When y'all actually saw each other, was it like love at first sight? Honestly, like, I know it sounds cheesy, but it really was like dead ass, so, so we finally met each other in a Chipotle parking lot, <laughs> <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> and so when he got out the car and was walking over to my car, like, the first thing that went through my mind was like, eh, he fine.
1: <laughs> 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 so,
0: and we like we saw each other, you know, I mean he got in the car, or whatever, and we sat in the car and talked for like three or four hours. Like Chipotle was good long and close. We watching <laughs> the employees waving at us. We he still sitting in the parking lot. So honestly, it did feel like like love at first sight because we had that connection already and then I think us seeing each other just added to it. Like it was like, all right, yeah, for real. <laughs> So did y'all like FaceTime and stuff? Or y'all just sent me like pictures and stuff? Y'all never like Face... Wait, you, nah. have, you have an Android. Did y'all do...
1: <laughs> oh, she went there. <laughs> she went
0: there. <laughs> did, y'all, right. <laughs> did y'all do the Google chat thingy? Or... No, we uh, just like we... And then we, honest, we didn't even exchange like a lot of pictures. It was like I would say maybe in three months we probably exchanged less than ten pictures. Like, it wasn't even a lot of pictures, so it was more of us just talking, and, you know, we texted, and we talked on the phone and everything like that, And um, but yeah, we, we didn't, we never video <laughs> chatted or nothing like that.
2: Y'all done no Google Hangout. No. Google Hangout. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Google oh oh got. my god. Alright. Oh, how did you and your wife
2: meet? Um I actually met in fourth grade. Uh <laughs> 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 Hey, look, she don't like to believe it, but she sat behind me and when I she don't like when I tell this story, but she sat behind me because we sat in an alphabetical order. my name came for her but she uh she throw paper at me in class. And I didn't know what that was about. You know, and we were in fourth grade. I didn't know that meant she liked me. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we went. I mean, we went all the way through elementary school, all the way through high school. And we was we was cool. We was friends. You know, we were, like, close friends. And then um, I went through, you know, it, it was probably about, it was the first year of college or so. You know, when, after the first year of college, when we actually started, like dating and functioning like, you know, functioning like that. But, you know, I mean, we were always, so what's that fourth grade? So we were like eight, I think. What were you eight in fourth grade, nine? Nine and ten in uh, fourth grade. Oh, I don't know. I was young in school, so I was probably about eight for real. But eight or nine or something like that. I mean, that's about how long we known each other. So we were able to build a friendship, a foundation like that. And, you know, it was one of them... Things, I mean, I before we started dating, I mean, I had got kicked out of the house, and I ain't really had nowhere to go. And I don't know. I know a story I know is, I was sitting there pissed, and she stole a kiss from me or something, and after that, we was all, you know, that's how it went down, but she tells a different story. I don't, so, <laughs> 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 But, you know, that's how it went down. And after that, I mean, we dated about, What through college, so what's that, three, four years, and, I mean, and then after that, you know, we, we got, you know, we we got engaged, and got married shortly thereafter, so. Okay, fine. Well, the story of Carlos and I, um.
0: Tell the truth. I'm telling the truth. Okay.
2: So. Yeah, you gotta tell the truth, because you got a witness over here. Okay.
0: So we went to high school <laughs> together, but we, we never were like friends. And I mean, we knew of each other, we knew
1: in of high each school, other, but we never like had a conversation or whatever.
0: Honestly, you took my surprise picture. Okay, I, think his, <laughs> I was on the yearbook staff, so I took his superlative picture. I think, <laughs> picture. That, I think
1: that's when it really started. She was jockeying me then, but she really, didn't, she me, really you couldn't want me say nothing.
2: She was digging the
1: skin you, like, you was in, bro. Yeah, man. You, <laughs> and you know, I did the Heisman pose in my picture and everything. So are we
0: telling the truth? Because I want most athletic. Are we telling the truth? Yeah, because
1: I want most athletic. Anyway,
0: so clearly he <laughs> and you was excited digging me that I was taking his picture. Let's see, All right, because he always brings this up. So clearly, who was the one that was digging? Okay, so um, yeah, we went
2: to high school together. <laughs> um, <laughs>
0: We did not uh, really hang out. We never hung out. We never had a conversation in high school. We knew of each other because we both played sports. Um, We did not go to college together. Um, However, when the Facebook came out, he would always make comments and stuff on my... When you were able to make posts and stuff like that, he would make comments and stuff all the time. But I never really thought anything of it. It was just like, uh, okay, cool.
1: Because I was just making comments. You were just
0: making comments. Okay. It wasn't, it wasn't, no,
1: exactly, wasn't mean, no method behind the man. I was just making comments.
0: You. That's understandable. So then
2: um, <laughs> yeah. I graduated
0: from college, came home, and it was this thing called Blackberry Messenger at the time. <laughs> and um, one day, one night, I was scrolling on Facebook. Now I will say that I put my Black Best Berry Messenger Pen out there first. But he put his pen out there, and
1: I actually sent him a request. Nothing, int- nothing with intent behind it or
0: anything like that. It was a friendly request. So what you're sending that five?
1: It was a friendly request. Oh, friendly request. Okay. <laughs> like an ad, like you added me as a friend on yeah, Facebook.
0: Yeah, I was getting my contacts up. So anyway, gotcha, you, gotcha. You. Um. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sent him the friend request on BlackBerry Messenger, and from there it was all she wrote. We um talked for a while on BlackBerry Messenger, and then we hung out. And that one time of us hanging out, it carried on, and we're at year ten together. Mm -hmm. Married eight years, going on nine. Um, but we actually were friends.
2: For a long time before we actually made it official, let me tell y'all how cute they were. Oh uh, I'm, 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 I'm I that word. I, I,
1: I was I was waiting because my brother gonna tell the truth. He, he, he <laughs> gonna tell who was he gonna tell he who gonna, was dropping those subliminals on their line. It's okay.
2: Okay. And I, and so I'm okay with that. so okay. I was I was BDM friends with both of them, and Carlos would be you know Carlos would change his name to something like.
1: Cherry popper or something, oh, oh, like, cherry Ch- 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 popper, like,
2: yes, sir. Favorite name would change to I am Cherry. So, me, you know what I'm saying? I'm sitting there at night and I'm looking at this, and I'm like. The first time that happened, I was like, "Damn, that's coincidence!" Like, <laughs> why would she say, "Why would she say I am Cherry and his name Cherry Popper? You know, don't on this. But what's funny though,
0: and is, so I let wait, it ride. About, you know, what's funny later on, the,
2: the next day, he be like, "Uh, I'm the uh, I'm the on the player or something," and she be like, "Well, I'm the game." <laughs> <laughs> <that was> like, <laughs> I'm like, no you know like, I mean, this happened for months, and finally I had to ask my boy. I said, "Hey, uh, John, what, what, what's going on here, bro?" He was like, "Don't nobody know, bro." But yeah, that's what's happening. I was like, "Oh, okay." Well, let me go and get back off and watch this happen. I mean, it was—I thought that was very cute of you but, all. But that, that's a real though, love story. But
0: what's funny though is that at the time when we had started hanging out we both had separate friendships with Clint. So, right. not knowing that y'all was close and not knowing how close me and Clint were. So, it was like, wait a minute. How is that your good friend? That's my good friend. So, it was like, wait. <laughs> <laughs> so, that... Carlos was <laughs> never at the, reuni- the reunitation that we've had at Clint house.
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> right. We, I mean,
2: that was back in the Don't Wear it, just Drink It. Where y'all. <laughs> that was back in the... <laughs> Now I was a bartender. Now you know it, what are we drinking. Don't worry about drink drinking.
0: You know? Now, marriage is a beautiful thing. It is a sacred unity between two people. But it's not always the case. In some situations, like we said, our generation is so focused on having a title, but aren't willing to do the work, get down in the trenches, and doing the work. Marriage is more than just is that a what was that? Okay, marriage <laughs> is more than just love. It is a partnership where both the husband and the wife can express themselves, working towards common goals, growing together emotionally. What types of things do you guys think it takes to build a solid marriage? I have one. <laughs> okay. i have i have three i'm okay i have three here are my three love commitment and trust
2: well let me I think, communication yeah, yeah
1: I, that, think that, that, communication. That, I think that's that's my biggest piece is major communication. Communication. communication communication is communication.
0: you have to be on the same
1: page right
0: Even if you're not on the same page, if you communicate it well, whatever your stance is, as partners in a marriage, it's not always for y'all to agree on everything, but if you communicate your feelings, communicate your intentions... It 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 can be worked out. Everybody is on the same page about an understanding. It ain't necessarily gonna be a a agreement. (laughs) I understand how you feel how I feel. But you have to manage you have to manage your arguments because Yeah. Pick your battles. You gotta pick yes, you have to pick your battles.
1: Definitely.
0: And you also have to be willing to see each other's viewpoints. You have to be open. You definitely have to be open and willing to see what that person
2: has to say, vice versa. Right. I think, you know, and when we talk about communication, I think the most detrimental thing is not being comfortable in communicating. Whether that's, you know, you don't want to address certain things because you don't know how somebody's going to act, or if they address it with you you're not comfortable enough to say, well, this is really how I feel. You know, I think right. that, I think that can be one of the most detrimental things because in everything in marriage, you, you're two different people. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's no question you're two different people. So you're not going to agree on everything. You're not going right. to see eye to eye on everything. Anybody tell you that they lying? I don't, I don't care. Yeah. You,
1: exactly. You're
0: definitely not going to agree on everything. And having, I think fear of being open is also detrimental because if if I'm too open, is it going to lead to other arguments? If I'm too open, is this person going to run away? So I think a lot of people fear that open communication piece sometimes in their relationships. Honesty. Honesty is a big thing in marriage. Um, What about compromise? Definitely. (laughs) (laughs) Because like you said, picking your battles, picking your arguments, that come with compromise. But even on the things that you guys are openly communicating about, you know, at some point you're going to have to compromise to keep the household running smoothly or for everybody to be happy, you know. And compromise doesn't always mean like you compromise on what you believe in and things like that. But when it comes to something simple, <laughs> you know, just you know, a compromise sometimes can make or break a relationship. So it's definitely necessary, and that's a learning uh, thing too. Like that was huge for me is to learn how to compromise.
1: Right, and you got some people that who are not willing to compromise, and then like, it's, it's like it's no, it's either my way or the highway. I and mean, like, it's me. no in between. We're like, all right, I get where you're coming from, you know. Let's agree to disagree or whatever. I don't believe in that, but, you know, well, you say, say, you you say I, your piece, I say my piece. We come somewhere in the middle, and we move forward.
0: But we've seen people argue about what car they're going to drive. And because they can't come to an agreement, they just take separate cars.
1: Yeah, but it, it was like to the point where it was like, was ready to end it all. Like I, was like, I was like I was like, Whoa, whoa. I was like, bro, pump your brakes, man. It ain't that deep. Like that's a battle yeah. where you could have just been like, hey, I'll ride with you. Just bring me back, get my get my car, then I can go do whatever I had plans on doing. You know, you it went like off the rock. I was like, damn bro, like you feel end it ended over that
2: <laughs> Another people like, nah, compromise though and you know just being. Being willing to be open, you know. Some people think compromise is just stepping away and allowing things to happen that shouldn't happen. You know, it, you when you compromise, I mean, I think what makes it work, and I'm saying this from experience because I've done that. I just stepped away and like I'm gonna let you follow your face and then watch how it happens. You, know, mm-hmm. you know. But, but what like it does in the long run is build. Huh? That's
0: like an "I told you so," Moment. Well, I mean,
2: you're right. It is, but sometimes, you know, you know, pride get in the way, and, and and that's why I said when you talk about compromise, I, I fell victim to that. I've been like, well, all right, then how you want to do it? I'm just gonna watch out, and when it fall apart, I, I, I wanted that. I told you so, moment, and, and it was wrong. It was wrong of me to, you know, but. Early on in my marriage, I thought that was the compromise. I thought by saying, all right, whatever, watch it happen, I was compromising. But that ain't what I was doing. Like you said, I was more so shooting for the I told you so moment, and I was going to bring it up when it failed. You know, so you have to learn to compromise. You have to learn the proper way to, all right, let me express my feelings and let's try to meet in the middle or
1: mm,
2: let exactly. me try to be understanding to either side because otherwise you will i mean you human you're gonna say all right well look when there, when all this fall down don't say you know this was my way this, this what you wanted that ain't quite compromising right
0: it's not at all um another thing um you have to have in a marriage you have to have respect for one another and that's anything it's not i mean we've been in i remember we were in a u-haul place one time and you remember the lady was looking for her dude to pay for the u-haul and he didn't have the money and then he just went off and started calling her all kind of bees and
1: and oh yeah and we, were, like, we were moving we were moving yeah
0: moving. i was like now that's the definition of love is blind like
1: yeah he just went like Oh, and then they just went
0: and got in the car like it was normal.
1: First of all, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like, like it happens all the kind of time. Them
2: kind of relationship last forever. Oh, God. <laughs> Listen, they have to
0: because when we got married, we got married. It was a couple that got married before us, and they had oh been together what? 15,
1: 15,
0: 15 or years? years? Yeah, they, they were like 15, 15 20 years. They were just getting married. I said, Oh, she's doing this for insurance. Because it's no way. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just say that anybody
2: who I got married in the courthouse, so
0: me too. Yeah, you, me me too. Ain't, if
2: you ain't never been married in the courthouse, and you ain't seen the folks who get married before you. That is. The- <laughs> 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 Listen, we they they were getting married oh, in the yeah.
0: hallways. They were like, who the wants to
2: married.
0: Oh right yeah. The here? speed line. The speed line. I was like, what? Like y'all don't even want to cherish the moment.
2: Right, nah, oh my few, like, They was like, you want to marry him? She want to marry you? Alright,
1: we're good. Right. you married.
0: <laughs> right. Oh my god. <laughs> so one thing um, I will say about, about marriage <laughs> is being able to forgive and apologize.
1: Uh, <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> so if you're a stubborn person. I am the stubborn one in our relationship. So it might take me a little bit longer to apologize than Carlos Carlos is more willing to apologize first even when he's not wrong he'll apologize, but sometimes he try to stand his ground and and I end up apologizing but i I don't know. even have a problem with the apologizing part. I apologize when I'm wrong,
1: but me Sh- Shaery don't technically apologize. <laughs> Her, the way she apologized is so you just not gonna talk to me. Yeah, that's what she does. I, <laughs> that's, but what that's, she, my apology. that's the I know. Then like, okay, at that point I know she's accepted that she was wrong in that moment, and she's gonna talk to me. She like so you so you just not gonna talk to me,
0: or she like oh so or she'll
1: call me in the morning if like say if I leave to go to work and I don't give her a kiss. She'll call me, so you just not gonna give me a kiss. I was like you was mad last night. But I'm not mad. You still give me a kiss before you leave this house, though. That's All her. Right. Way. That's her way of apologizing to me. I've, I have, I've learned that. She's not gonna. She's not gonna utter those words. But she's. I know when she when she talks to me first. I was like, okay, she she ready. We we could, we good. We good again. We cool. <laughs> <laughs> All is forgiven. Is
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I got the apologizing part down. Pack forgiven. Mm. Yeah, I'd be like, Yeah, I'll forgive. I guess it'd be three <laughs> years later. I'd be like, Well, you know what? You cannot
1: do this. Nah, not for yeah. three years.
0: <laughs> three. <laughs> you know what? I, that's the one thing. In relationships, when you have an argument about something and y'all get past it, you definitely cannot bring. Bring He's bringing it up. He's I, I'm, bringing it up. Yeah, I'm going to believe
1: up. in that. Once once we've decided hey, we're going to we're going to forgive, we're going to f- forgive each other for whatever it is. Let's move on from it. Don't bring that back up cuz you bring it back up, I'm going to be like, "Ah, right, you know what? I'm not going to sit here and tolerate that. I'm not going to go through that with you. I'm not going to go back and forth with you about it." I leave.
0: But... You know what? I do find, though, that a lot of times, just like in the situation I was just talking about with Shea if you like, so you're not going to talk to me? Sometimes you never complete the argument or you never come to, like, a conclusion. And, like, I'm a conclusion kind of person. Like, you got to sum it up at the end and everything. Like, so it's, like, sometimes you had those arguments where it'll end because you're like, alright, this is going too far. And then it'll turn into a situation where it's like, so what you want to eat for dinner? So right. it's like, y'all move on, but nothing really was solved because the argument never finished. So that I think sometimes that's what, especially with me personally, I think that's what brings it up six months later because I'm like, well, nah, we didn't really resolve it. <laughs> like We moved on, but we didn't resolve anything.
1: Okay. I, I, yeah, I get what you, I, but I think that comes with admitting faults. Like, if you know, okay, I was wrong this time. You know, I think that is the closure that you that you had with yourself. You're like, okay, I was wrong this time. You might not say it to the other person, but you made that closure with yourself. So, now you're like, okay, we can move on past it now. Yeah, I can do that. But you
0: know what, um, in the black community, we don't always have the tools to work through the challenges of marriage. So like when it gets really, really hard people don't seek to go to counseling or take the steps that is necessary to resolve issues to where it doesn't get to the point of I want out. Well,
2: counseling sometimes, you know, I don't know if it's just the black men or whatever, but Counseling—the thought of counseling—sometimes is frowned upon. You know, you—if I go to a counselor, that means I'm crazy. You know, do I want to admit to being crazy, even if it's you know male counseling? But uh, you know, you—you're taught to be, especially as a man. You know, you're taught to be resilient. You're taught to figure it out. You're taught to be a problem solver. You know, you don't get the opportunity to to cry and say. Um, you know, say I'm hurt to say I'm what I mean, as a kid, when you fall off your bike as a boy, what your mom tell you? Get up. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, get back on it. Get up and get back on it. You don't get the chance to lay there and be like, "Yo, this really hurt." You know, so <laughs> you know, I mean, but that carries on throughout your life. So when it's like, it takes something out of you, you know. And again, I've been there with the whole counseling piece. It took a minute for me to go to counsel. for me to go to counseling, whether, you know, marriage counseling or whatever. It took a minute for me to be okay with it, because when it was presented, I was like, ain't nothing wrong with me.
0: But Am I right? You were saying me and not us.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, well, even then, I mean, I'm saying me, but even with us, I was thinking, I mean, I knew something was wrong, but my thing was What are you? What what are we going? What am I going to say to a counselor that I can't say to you? You know, what am I going to talk about with to a counselor that I can't talk about to you? And there was a block. I mean, there was a a, there was a wall there that was in between the two of you know where I'm trying to say something and she's trying to say something, and neither one of us was trying to hear it. So the counselor, you know, played mediator and was like, "Hey, did you hear what he just said? Did you hear what she just said?" Mm -hmm. But in my mind thinking counselor i'm thinking you're trying to call me crazy to say we need to go i I need to go to a counselor i'm not interested in that right so you know the tools are there but you know just the thought process of that word counselor make early on is like that's crazy until you go and then it's kind of like oh this is what they do
0: Right. I think for, for counseling, though, I think it challenges you, and I think it's hard because it forces you to talk about uncomfortable situations. And, you know, some things that you probably felt like you probably couldn't express one-on-one, having that person in there in between allows you to express it because it's a safe environment.
2: Yeah, that, and the other part of that is... Um... It's unbiased. It's, it's it's unbiased. You know, when you think about going through problems, you know, you call your homegirl, girl, or you call your homeboy, or you reach out to your parent.
0: No.
2: It, it, I'm just, I'm just, I'm thinking when everybody, you know, <laughs> I don't. I'm so what, what you say. No, I mean I'm be honest. I done had some issues I was faced with, and I called. I I called Carlos. Man, look, bro. You know, and it was just like let me get this off my chest. Well, I agree with that
0: because that's something. Because y'all have that in common, you know. Y'all are married, you're young, married couple, and y'all identify with the same thing. But I'm not gonna say you're gonna call your single friend and get advice. No, that's not gonna work because they're not in the situation that you're in, in my opinion, right?
2: But but what I'm getting at is Carlos has a, I I would assume, you know, I mean, I ain't gonna say I would assume, but
0: he plays devil's advocate very well.
2: He does play devil's advocate, but he's. He's also gonna have a slighter bite a slight bias toward me, I would think. You know, I mean, this, I mean, I reached out to my spouse's mother one time, and she was like, "She ain't wrong. She never gonna be wrong. She my daughter." I'm like, "Whoa,"
0: but you why, know. But, but why are you reaching out to, for him to have a bias towards you? If your I'm friend not I, wait, I, if your friend is gonna go be your friend, they need to be able to tell you the real, the raw, and the ugly, even if you don't sure. like it.
2: True. He does. Don't get me wrong. Look, let me i you. Me... Okay, I just wanted to
0: check. I'm just <laughs> nah, I'm he... A check.
2: He tell me. He be like, bro, you, you, you know you wrong. Bro. Right. You know you should have. Oh, crap. Hold on. I, know. I, know. <laughs> I
0: mean, yeah. Tasha and I have been in that situation where we made comments about relationships and you know, who we dated or if we wasn't just feeling it. But I think also... We were able to say, yeah, okay, you mad at him, I'm mad at him. Or, "Ah, right, you love him today, all right, we rocking with him today. You know? Right. That's right, the same Right, but no, thing.
2: what I'm saying is like, you know, I mean, people inherently are going to have a slight bias to whoever, friend or no friend, you know what I'm saying? You're going to have a slight different, you're going to have a different relationship with, Carlos got a different relationship with me than he got with my wife. You know what I'm saying?
0: Right.
2: So when we, if I'm talking about something sometimes, you know, and even on his side, I tell him, I'd be like, damn, bro, you could have done that a little better. Uh, You shouldn't have done it like that, but I got a different relationship. You know, we were friends separately. You know, me and Shayna, me and Carlos were friends separately. So we do have different relationships with each other, but that exists but when you go to a counselor what I'm saying is this is a person who don't know you from a can of paint right. and what they're hearing is your true feelings and your true story and they are responding from a space where they don't know you you know what I mean I mean sure. I, like...
0: but what happens when you're in a marriage and you go to a counselor but Now this counselor does not know you, but you feel as though the counselor Doesn't know what they're talking about or the counselor is taking the other person's side So then you like oh, I don't want to go see that counselor no more I want to go somewhere else and then you go to another counselor and you feel like the counselor is on your side Now you want to have a conversation and talk That I feel like if you're gonna do counseling you have to be open Right. Yeah, I could I say that's a personal. That's that's a you problem, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, cause I doubt that the counselor is trying to pick sides. They exactly. be mm-hmm. that particular day that they're focused on you <laughs> or something that was brought up or something. But if somebody's sitting there like they picking on me, that because they don't want to be there the first place, right? Right. Because <laughs> yeah, I mean, we know somebody a, in a situation a... like that where they've been to counseling and. The one spouse is like, nah, they don't know what they're talking about. I'm sorry, these people are are degreed up, and you're gonna tell them they don't know what they're talking about. Where is your degree? So, <laughs> you know, where's your training on this stuff? So, I, if you are at that point in time and if it's not working, what happens when counseling doesn't work? Is it just okay, it's time to move on? Uh, yeah, I don't. I was going to say, because me, we went to uh, two different uh, premarital counselors, and uh, what we got out of both of them was different, because one was a pastor, one was just a regular uh, counselor. So it was two different experiences. So I don't see anything wrong with going to different counselors, Mm -hmm. but I think when you don't get anything from any of them... (laughs) That's when you have to kind of step back and be like, you know, maybe this relationship is just not, you know, working because we're not getting anything. I mean, you know, what else comes after counseling when you can't even have? Because clearly, y'all can't have a conversation or something's not working at the house where you felt like you need to involve another party or this was a good idea. And then if that's not working too, then yeah, it's like, all right, let's step back for a second. And let's see, you know, maybe it's something else. Like maybe we just not (laughs) supposed to be together. True, true. Now with marriage, you do. Yes, marriage is fun. It's great. It's amazing. But sometimes you have to run your marriage as if it's a business. I mean, from the economic factor of how these bills going to get paid, then it's. Then you got to include the family. Then you have to include a calendar when you have a family. And then when your kids are involved, you got to include a calendar for that. And then you have to put aside, like, for leisure activities. It's almost like running, allocating funds and allocating this time and things like that in order for the marriage to run smoothly, run successfully, just like a business. You Mm -hmm. have to put things in place (laughs) so that... Everybody is on the same page and you're functioning and doing what's necessary to maintain. I mean, do you guys, not saying you run it like a business, but do you all have to sit down and have conversations about money, family, etc.? Absolutely. You better. Yeah, I said hey cuz if you don't have those conversations. I mean somebody go and buy a TV when it was Rich Check or something. I don't know, you know, like that could be an issue. Some women, some women are not involved in a lot of stuff that they're like with bills, right? Like stay-at-home moms. You have like some women that are in these marriages where the husband has all this money or makes all this money, they're staying at home and then all of a sudden the business flops. And now you're responsible for paying back taxes or something like that, and women don't know what's going on. Like, I would want to know. Let me
2: just say that it don't matter like who the bread to me. It doesn't matter who the breadwinner is in the family. Like, it does. You know, I mean, you see a lot of these folks talking about the man this, and the man that, and the woman this, and the woman that. At the end of the day, we marry, It's a partnership. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah. you know. And it doesn't matter the breadwinner or anything like that, but if you can't have an open conversation about what's going on with, you know what I'm saying, the, the bills, you know, I mean, the bills, get, however you pay the bills, you know, some folks have joint accounts, some folks have separate accounts, some folks have separate plus a joint, whatever. That's your choice. That's your marriage. I ain't want to tell nobody how to run set up their stuff, but, you know, like Tasha said, you know, it could be, you know, you wound up with somebody walking in the house with a TV when septic tank just exploded in the backyard. You know what I'm saying? Listen. Like, so. Yeah, I'm not going to lie.
0: We've been there. We've been there early on in our marriage. We've been there where, where Carlos, Carlos is the shopper. So we've been there where he, when we first got married, he came home. I was like, wait a minute. Who told you to buy that? You know and that was a lesson learned you know we had to learn from that it was something that we had to get used to okay wait we just can't go out and spend money like we not we don't have bills to pay and stuff but i think we gotta run it like a well-oiled machine now but in the beginning it was like wait i well, mean i can't they- go out and just buy a 150 and fifty-dollar pair of shoes because i want to no but then on the flip, <laughs> on yeah, the flip okay. side of that Look, I have, my husband is frugal he doesn't spend any money and he asks me for things I feel like he don't have to ask me for which is excellent but it puts pressure on me to be that financial person and to I have to pay the bills I have to make sure everything is paid and I have actually become overwhelmed because especially when the baby like my son was first born it was kind of like over, I would forget something And, you know, like, say the cable get turned off, and I'm like, oh, my God, you know, I just forgot. So it was like it had to turn into that was another conversation for us to rehash, because in the beginning, he said, I don't like paying bills. that You can do that. And I'm like, cool. But then as life goes on, as the marriage progresses, things change. And sometimes you still need your spouse to step in sometimes and it's like hey help me out help me to remember let's write it down let you know whatever we had to do um so it kind of puts a different kind of uh pressure on it so you got a person that may spin and then y'all have to have a conversation about that or you may have a person that don't spin but you need help with the business it's it's just whatever works in your household is how you got to do it but i just like i just always make point that it changes you know, depending on what's
2: going on in the marriage. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You're right. I mean, like I, you know, I, I gave that example with TV and stuff. I mean, I can, I, I, I can recall or I know situations where I've been in where you know, you know, we know we, we know what each other. You know, what you, you know what your spouse makes, you know what you make. You know, and the bills get paid. Everything's all good. But something like the septic tank blowing up in the backyard ain't part of the
0: Mm-mm.
2: electric bill, the water bill, the, the cable bill, the the money. You know, it ain't part of your normal bills.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And then you call somebody over there to look at it and they hit you and say, yeah, hey, that's going to be $2,000. And you like, hmm, I ain't got $2,000. <laughs> <laughs> what we got together, you know what I'm saying? Maxing <laughs> <laughs> out
0: credit cards, trying to get it paid.
2: Right, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, you know, that's again, those are conversations that have to be had. And, you know, and it boils down to everything we've been talking about. You know, you go back to the beginning of the conversation, communication. You go back to, like I said, the beginning of the conversation, being able to uh Address each other with, you know, and talk about things that are happening without, you know, it being a problem.
1: Right. So one person getting mad. Well, right. You
2: know, and and okay, we get the the separate tank squared away. Now let's talk about how we're gonna be able to move forward because we shouldn't have this situation again when the the pipe to the hot water heater bus, You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> right.
0: So. There's another show out there called Married at First Sight. It comes on Lifetime, and it's another experimental show where they match singles together based on their personality, their wants, and their needs. So it basically is like an arranged marriage in a sense. So these people, they are thrown into this situation where they don't meet their spouse until the wedding day. Wedding day. And they meet them walking down the aisle... And they say, I do. And then, after that, they have a whole reception where it's awkward. And then they whisk them off to a honeymoon where they're gone for like a week. And they have to get to know each other. And they only do the experiment for two months, so it's eight weeks. And at the end of the eight weeks is when they decide whether or not they're going to stay together or... If they're going to get a divorce. And they have to pack so much stuff in so little time. Do y'all think y'all could have done an, ar- an arranged marriage?
2: Now that one, I'm going to be honest. I don't, you know, like the, the the love is blind show. The fact that I get to talk to you and build something, I think I'm okay with that one. The arranged marriage, nah, man, it's a lot. I mean, I haven't been married, no couldn't. But, you know, you'd ask me 10 years ago, could I have done it? I'd probably say, yeah, let me shoot my shot. But, having been married, I, I just didn't know early on the, the work that goes into a marriage. Mm-hmm.
0: But it's kind of like the same thing, because you have to learn how to love a person.
2: You do, but in the love... So, so the love is blind, show. I get the opportunity to talk to you and at least connect on some level with right, you. Right, exactly.
1: The, the 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 marriage at first sight, this is just like, and you're married like, boom, you're married. And you've never had a conversation with this person. You've right. never you never know, seen I mean, this person.
2: You up on, I mean, if I say, I mean, think about it, Shabby. If I say I like basketball, you say you like basketball. If I say, you know, I'm in the sport, you know, I'm 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 in the comedies, you say you in the comedies. And all of a sudden, they, they they say, oh, well, they like sports and comedy. Let's put them together. That, that don't cover any other other things that I may like. You know what I'm saying? You know, there's only so many questions you can ask me about what I like and what I don't like.
0: Mm-hmm. But you know what? They do put them together based on commonalities. Like, they match them based on what right. they want and what they need. And then when they get in this marriage, it's... It's really like arguments and. Heck yeah. It's yeah. like oh, because you don't know that person at <laughs> all. You don't
1: know him at all. So like right and now, like some of the things they be arguing about is like so petty and it's so. I mean,
0: but so you minimal. Right?
1: You be like, dude, why are y'all even arguing about that? So it's like Think about one it you just there. said y'all were married. You and Carlos <laughs> been married eight years now. It was eight years. One on
2: nine. Nine mm-hmm. and. Me and my wife been married about that long, and Tasha, you and y'all been married what?
0: Well, going five years, going on six.
2: Going on, so y'all been married this long. Y'all dated prior to. Y'all knew each other. Y'all dated prior to. And you still are. I mean, there's some things you still don't see eye to eye on. Yeah. Right. I mean, but but you chose this person. You know what I'm saying? Y'all dated and you got the opportunity to. Build something with this person. You chose this person, and and it's still to this day nine. You know what like Nine six years later, we still are. It's still certain things, and it even could be petty stuff that you arguing about. You <laughs> imagine? I wake up tomorrow and I just go meet some chick I don't. I, I ain't never met before in my life, and I'm just. <laughs> and I think
0: too, even though on paper y'all might think compatible. I think the difference with the love and bl- like the love is blind. You're talking to this person, you get to ask your questions and all of that. So it kinda, you know, y'all get to laugh together and things like that. But with the married with First Sight Honestly, you know if y'all are compatible 100% on paper but that person walked down the aisle and they ugly, y'all know how it is when you can't stand to see somebody
1: breathe. <laughs> <laughs> no
0: matter what happens from that point <laughs> forward, like, I don't like this person. Right. And I think that, and I think that happens it's with some of them. on there, this guy was like, mm, I'm just not attracted to the lady with the
2: chicklets in her mouth. Like, like, <laughs> so right? he went- like, if she tell me Oh, I like football. I like football. Then I like, married at first sight. She tell me she's a
1: Falcons fan. I'm going to be like... Hey, bro, don't... Do not get disrespectful, bro. Do not get disrespectful.
2: Hey, little How about the Anyway, rise up. But, I mean, you
1: know... At the end of the day... You know...
0: Marriage, you have to build on. You can't just be thrown in the fire. You have to really, really learn learn the yeah. person that you're with. And you gotta understand that this is the person that I'm gonna rock with through thick and thin. Thick and thin, yeah. You know, No matter what. And, you know, well, it's I, a great I, thing I, once I, you're able to find that person.
2: I think that's why you got a higher divorce rate and a higher, you know, I think you have higher rates and stuff like that because... You know, it you get married on the wrong principle these days. Like I said, it ain't about the hashtag.
0: And that's why a lot of times you have the baby mama, baby daddy situation because you get in this relationship and you just have a baby with this person, that doesn't necessarily mean that you're meant to be together. Like you're mm-hmm. you know, and people try to force a situation to happen that shouldn't happen. So you know, like I said, it's a beautiful thing once you find that person that you can grow in love with, that you can grow in your career. You know, they see you from the bottom and you you move to the top. So marriage is a beautiful thing. So, well, guys, thank you so much for chatting with us today. Um, I appreciate you guys for stopping by to speak easy. And hope to have you guys again pretty soon. Thank you for having me. All right. And thank you again, Uh, Clint. uh. Episode two for Clint. Always a good time. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much. And we will see you on the next go-round. All right. All right. Bye. Peace out. Peace out. Well. That concludes our episode on love and relationships. Is love really blind? We covered a lot of information and we may have missed some things, but it's okay. Please wash your hands and be cautious of your environment. I want to thank my hubs, Carlos, and my friends, Clint and Tasha, for stopping by with me today. Before I go, make sure you follow me on my social media pages at SpeakeasyShayJay. I'm on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And if you have a question or comment, feel free to email me at SpeakEasyShayJ at gmail.com. And don't forget to like, subscribe, and follow the Speakeasy with Shay Jones podcast on all digital platforms or wherever you listen. Be good, be easy, and be great.